Praise God. Praise God. Good evening to all the family, the friends, everyone watching from all over the nations. I know that Q and I'm confident to make this remark tonight that I am excited for the word. And I'm even more confident to say that I think yesterday was my best word yet. So I'm excited for what God has to say to us tonight. And I hope you are too. And let me tell you one of the reasons why I'm very excited for the word or why I can boldly say that last night was one of my best words. You know, it's not a crime to love the word, right? You know, David boasted saying, oh, how I love your word. Now, if you want to know how a man had such results in his life, you must see the patterns he kept up throughout it. You have to see what he concentrated, what he was passionate about. And one of the things that I'm greatly, um, and sometimes I wish you could see it. Imagine last night we had a three-hour word. And even after the words, the Bible is still being opened. And we're still discussing the word. You know, the Bible said in Matthew 5, and this is not where I'm going, but the Bible said in Matthew 5 that blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. The Bible says that they will be filled. The Bible spoke of prophets who also said that the whole earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters covers the seas. So I understand from these two scriptures that it's going to take the, the passing over or the recreation of hunger in people that will allow the filling of men. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you? It's going to take that we, and forgive me if I speak as any type of way, but it's going to take for us to also, the type of hunger that we see in our leader, in our father, that that be replicated in us because that's the only way to being filled. That we do not lose our touch, our desire, our zeal, our passion for God's word. So once again, I know across the nations that we are excited and ready for tonight's word. Pastor Toby said to us yesterday, and I want to start here today, that the strategy for the new nation, for the new church nation, is going to be superior ingenuity. It's going to take a certain mind, wisdom, insight, intellect, but follow me, for us to be able to come up with strategies. Now, why is that important? Because, you know, I want to make a comment on the scripture, just in case I don't get to it later. But the Bible says that it's not by power, nor by might, but by your spirit. And this is the emphasis I want to have tonight based on what PT said to us yesterday because after hearing yesterday's word, the reason why I'm excited is because I know what to do. I've always said it that, you know, sometimes when you're hearing the word, it seems like there's so much to it. You'll be thinking, where do I start from? But my excitement is I can find the simplicity of what to do when the word is spoken. So I won't say everything here, but hear me out tonight that I know for a fact that this word has just given me another reason to give. And you see that that becomes a comment that's almost annoying to some people. And it must be annoying to you because the carnal mind can never discern the spirit. But again, the Bible says that it's not by power nor by might, but by his spirit, says the Lord. Now, why is emphasis on this scripture tonight? 
because it's not by our youth it's not because we are young it's not because of our zeal or zest it's not because of these things it's going to be by his spirit when we begin to discuss structures and strategies for the takeover of Europe for the takeover of United Kingdom it's not going to be because I am young and zealous it's going to be by reason of his spirit so yesterday I left yesterday's word thinking to myself when Pastor Toby starts to speak to us and we were looking at people who were able you know we saw how witty Satan is if he's going to try and attempt to stop what God is doing he's going to have to use brilliance he's going to have to be very witty to be able to gain ground here on earth he's also and I need you to take note of this he's also going to have to find a man do you remember what pastor Toby said to us yesterday about legion that this could never be a name this was a function this was order that Satan was able to find in a man so that he can begin to have influence over an area so we realize that now when God begins to search roaming the earth to and fro looking for a man it's because through that man he will gain influence through that man he will gain weight so you know yesterday I was thinking to myself going back over the word thinking that it's very easy for us to think therefore that when we hear that we need wisdom we need strategies when you cannot rely on how excited you are even though that's good there's something more that you need to have in order to take over I started to ask myself and while enjoyed the word or what I want to celebrate because tonight what I want to do is encourage you with the word what I want to encourage you with is that God did not say and never said that he relies on your brilliance in order to take nations God never said that he needs you to be book smart even though that's good to be included are you listening to me God is so complete that what God needs is for you and I to tap into his frequency to be able to take over so I started to think constantly when Pastor Toby would say that it was not me making up ideas it couldn't when you look at the nation family when you look at the houses you cannot say that it was his own brilliance that made this no this was a man that made himself ready and what happened as a result of that was able to tap into a frequency so I want to take us back to the beginning if I can tonight and show you what God started to show me as to how we can take the nations Genesis chapter 1 please read from there pastor in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth in the beginning we are made known of the architect the creator God created the heavens and the earth everything that you see it doesn't matter if it seems beyond and above you these things are still subject to God because he is the creator now in the beginning God created the earth now look at what the Bible says next verse please now the earth was formless and empty the Bible went on to say now I said to the COD family that every now circumstance is calling for now people now the earth was formless this earth was empty go on darkness was over the surface of the deep and darkness was reigning supreme darkness was over the surface of the deep 
Now look at what scripture goes on to say. Please follow me tonight. Go on. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. You know, I, I want you to think with me here. As we have seen it in religious ethics, the churches we grew up in, you would think with the way they speak. Why would you see the Spirit? What, what's the business of the Holy Spirit with chaos? Shouldn't the Holy Spirit be the furthest away from chaos, from calamity, from formlessness? You know, we grew up in churches that say stay away from them because of course God cannot be there. But the Bible says that the earth was formless, empty, darkness was over the deep, confusions, confusion and all kinds of chaos was over this place, over the earth. And the Bible says, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. Again, shouldn't the Holy Spirit be furthest away from darkness? So what is it that I wanted to show you with this? Now we think, I'm coming to this, but now we think of someone like David. Please follow me. David, you know, the Bible, against David's name, there was a testimony. That test, this testimony said that David would do anything that I asked him to do. The testimony always also said that this was a man after God's heart. So why am I trying to show you with these two things? When the Bible begins to say that over darkness the spirit was hovering. Why I was celebrating the word yesterday. Why I was off my seat yesterday listening to the word and still today. Was that it, over every chaos, it, over every problem. To me it can look like mess. In God's perspective, it's still an opportunity for transformation. From God's perspective, what am I trying to share, share with you today? What God actually sees with every situation, no matter how bad it is, what God wanted to show Moses here by revelation is that even over every problem, there's still God's mind hovering over that situation. When Pastor Toby said to us that it's going to take superior intel to be able to take grounds, what I want you to understand is that God was not relying on your intel. He's not relying on your intelligence. He's not relying on your wisdom. The Bible says that, look, in fact, quickly, Colossians 1. Quickly. Yeah, go on. For this reason, since the day we heard about you. I loved when Pastor Sam went into the scripture yesterday. For this reason, since the day we heard about you. Go on. We have not stopped praying for you. We have not stopped praying for you. Why? Go on. We continually ask God to fill you with the knowledge of his will. Yeah. Through all the wisdom and understanding that the Spirit gives. You see gives. what I need you to see? This wisdom and understanding, this insight cannot come from your exposure. So, you know, what I learned yesterday was giving. What I learned yesterday was the need for leadership. Because a body cannot do without the head. So what I actually heard PT saying to me, and this is what I want to share with you, is that he doesn't need my brilliance if I can key in to his intel. So you see, the Holy Spirit was over the earth, hovering, saying to, saying to us through that scripture that, listen, there's no problem that I have not had the mind for. There's no problem that I have not got a situation to end it with. There's no transformation that cannot not happen here. But what do I need? I need a man that can be able to key in to the frequency of God's mind. So scriptures will say things like, we do not know how we ought to pray. God knows and recognizes our weaknesses that we actually don't know how to do this thing. But he says to us, all I need you to do is key in 
to this information that is in the house. So yesterday I was looking at this and I was saying to myself, this is Oracle. This is my Oracle. You know, David got to a place and what I want you to hear with this is that David's success in battle, victories in battles was never accustomed or it was never measured to his strength or body structure. The Bible says that David's heart was a heart after God, meaning that he sought after everything that God had to say concerning a matter. So if I'm sitting with certain people thinking, God, what are you saying about this European city? It looks like there's calamity looking, off, looking over Birmingham, looking over these cities. I'm looking at what God is saying. I'm praying. I'm hearing, going over what PT has been saying. You know, I want to make it as simple as possible for you tonight because what God is not asking from you is a lot. He's asking for you to stay aligned. What God is asking from you and I is for nobody to start thinking that they need to make an executive decision. You know, if there's going to be an army bringing about results, how are they going to do it? They need to hear the information pass from his superior. So God actually says to us from the beginning, I've been trying to say to you, nation family, that whatever situation you're seeing, every problem you are seeing, seeing, there's a mind concerning that problem. There's a mind concerning that city. There's a mind concerning your finances, concerning that situation. But what God is looking for, nation family, is a man that can key in. A man that can hear what God is saying through his man. So I ask God, and this is what I want to end with, and I can't go into it. There's no way. But how do I key into this frequency? You know, to say that God, what is your business? In a place of darkness, it's like saying that God can be contaminated by that darkness. He cannot. So I understand. So when I look at Pastor Toby being around certain people that the church says, why would you be with them? No, it's a nature of the spirit. The nature that he can be amongst. He hovers over dark places because he has an intention. And what God needs from you and I is that we key in to his mind. He doesn't need our own mind. For we have the mind of Christ. We do not have Pastor Obi's mind. It's what your leader is saying. Can you hear it? For the one who called for light to shine out of darkness was the one that called for light to shine out of our hearts. God is saying that you, Pastor Obi, you, nation, family, can you hear what is being said behind the noise? What is God saying to us therefore? So I don't need to figure out how to take the nations. I just need to follow leadership. I need to hear him clear, clearly and what God said to me. So I was listening to PT and I had to beat myself in the chest saying that, ah, oh, I get it now. I don't need to figure this thing out. The problem is I haven't given up to that level yet because it's giving that keys you into that frequency. You know, Abraham got to a place that there was already a mind concerning his generation and he would never have known unless he gave. So I'm saying, I get it now. It's not, Pastor Obi, how good or bad you are. Can you pay the price? And what's the payment of that price my making? Oh God, are you hearing me? So, you know, I said to Pastor Enrique today that there are signs in the nation that people, the, the, the sons, the daughters are entering what they are meant to evolve into. And I said boldly that the biggest sign I can see in front of me is a Pastor Dami. Yeah, leaving what he was doing and entering court. Yeah, so God is moving us into our core. So what am I saying to you guys? God is actually saying to us, it's not that hard. It's keying into leadership. It's hearing what he has to say. Don't make an executive decision. 
no, no, follow orders because God's mind has already been hovering over that chaos of God. Over Birmingham City, there's a mind already there. So I didn't need to go and evangelize the island. I just needed to be sent because there's a mind hovering over island. So what is God saying to us, nation family? As we prepare for the word once again tonight, what I'm asking, what my prayer is, is that you'll be filled with the knowledge of his will, his order. That through the spirit, you will gain the wisdom and understanding what is Pastor Toby saying to us. So I get it, we give. This is why we give. To gain intel on our areas. To gain intel on our mountains. That's why I give, if you don't know, that's why I give. If I do that, if I remain in that, God is able to make wise the simple. So Livingstone, as we, I ask you to help us as we worship, as we pray, as we prepare for the word again, I want you to know that God's not asking for much from you, but alignment. Order against order. And let me tell you something, the devil's never been able to trick God. He's always tricked men. So if we are tricked, it's because we're still functioning as carnal men. By the spirit, we will always outwit the devil. Livingstone Choir, once you're ready, go for it.
Welcome to day three of what we've walked into. Pastor Obi Onyeka has started us off on a major, major step and I can only but continue from where he had to stop. My duty tonight is to prepare us for an instructive word like yesterday I think when we have these three days or four days that we're gonna have and they are unplanned we first of all have to recognize that that means that heavens or the headquarters are trying to get something across to the families and to the leadership of the nation family so we can definitely expect that wherever you are in whatever family home you are that instructions personal instructions are coming out for you and pastor obi was asking a key question about keying into this frequency in the service yesterday pt gave us a warm introduction and it got hotter from there he said to us things like the anointing is not for favor but it is for fight and one of the things that i wish we would have time to speak about tonight would be the the actual case of warfare is that it is 90 percent strategy and 10 percent force so when we are engaging in fights god is not trying to teach us how to exert physical strength god is trying to teach us how to strategize effectively so we are not outwitted by satan because one of the things that i began to realize and it is a habitual pattern of god is that god is never found in the same structure twice one of the things that happened to men along the way was that they began to monumentalize things that should have been passed even glory the structure of glory was never found the same structure that was in moses was not found in jesus the glory that moses had was fading but the glory that jesus had may even had transformation in it so by the time you get to scriptures and you will hear Paul the Apostle talking, he will say, as beholding ourselves in a glass of mirror, we are transformed from glory to glory. Meaning that the structure of God, the habitual pattern of God is not to be found in the same structure twice. So imagine when we look at the structure and systems of soul, when David was going to enact the structure of war as well, he would not be found in Saul's structure. And that is simply because God has a habit of being able to find himself in different structure. But one of the things that happens with God is that his foundational strategy remains the same and we will get there. So one of the things I want to do is to go back to where Pastor Oni started from yesterday when he began to look at what Jesus began to say to the Pharisees and those who cared to listen. John chapter 2 and let's read from there because it is interesting when God begins to address structure. He says to us, what does he say in John chapter 2? Let's read. The Jews then responded to him, uh -huh. what sign can you show us to prove your authority yeah. to do all this? He said, 
in order to prove your authority, what sign can you show us? And it is interesting that when they asked this question of how to prove authority, it did not come to, it did not come to the display of power because power can be, it can be outmaneuvered. The truth about power is even if you display force, a man with strategy can outmaneuver you. So therefore, he says, what does he say to the Jews after? Jesus answered them, mm. destroy this temple yeah. and I will raise it again in three days. So destroy this structure and I will raise it again in three days. But when I raise it, it won't look like how you met it. So structures can change. The worst mistake that a man can make is to think that the structure that we had just a month ago is the structure that God wants to have with us today. Because God continuously changes structure so that we can understand his strategy. When we look at God's structure from beginning, we would always see that when he moved through the, with the children of Israel through Egypt and out of Egypt into the wilderness, there was a tabernacle which he asked them to build. The only issue was that tabernacle became a monumentalized asset in the hands of the children of Israel. So what happens is when they should have destroyed that structure a long time ago and actually realized that every structure that God will use is on the inside of a man right now because God's foundational strategy will always be men. It will never be the fact that he has a building. So what do you see with the church today? Why is SPAC Nation and your houses different from the structures that we have met? Because men cannot recognize you because they do not see your structure. What they see are men, but what God is saying is that he's actually going to bring a new structure out of these men. Because he first of all starts with a strategy in order to set a structure. He's still coming to a structure, but he starts with strategy. So now let's deal with it. So he says, destroy this temple. Destroy the structure that men have monumentalized. So if I'm looking at you, what God is raising you for is so that he can finally do away with certain structures. Because they have existed in this realm for too long. When Jesus came, it was also, it is to finally phase out the glory of Moses. That is why when you get to the mountaintop and he takes free with him, there has to be a dialogue in order to phase out the glory that the Pharisees and the Sadducees have monumentalized. So now as we continue to move into a new realm and we're talking strategy and structure, we first of all have to realize that God never stays in the same pattern. He actually moves from tent to tent. It, well, there was a reason why Abraham would be called a nomad. It is because God does not want him to erect any building and that was one of the faults of Jacob. When God began to appear to Jacob in the, in the dream, he began to tell him what he wants to do with his life. And Jacob began to create an altar around God's sayings. That's what you call church today. So why the modern day church will never be able to be recognized. Even when they think they can recognize back nation and they finally clocks back nation, all of a sudden you pop up in a different pattern. Why? Because God never uses the same structure twice. He is always moving. So that's why I have to now look at scriptures very carefully and look at an interaction between David and Saul. 
very interesting interaction. He speaks to Saul at a time where the children of Israel were used to doing war one way. And he goes over and in fact, let's go to that scripture, 1 Samuel chapter 17. But because of time, I want to just read from about verse 32 or so. Interesting. There are certain structures that if there is a residue of that structure in our hearts, God cannot allow us to move to the next level because remember, God's strategy will always be men. Out of those men come his structures. So when Pastor Obi said there are intels that we need to key into, these family houses, they were not, they were not planned. We didn't set a structure and say this is how the leaders of the nation family will live. There was a strategy called God's man. Out of God's man came a, the family houses. They started as trap houses, but they ended up as EDCs. And God knows what he has planned for these houses tomorrow. So can I then make it personal to your individual lives? God forbid that you set up structure around what you're currently making. Because then what happens to you is that God can no longer propel you into the financial predetermined plan that he has for some of you. There are certain things that he has created in your future that is only using the fights that you currently have to mold on the inside of you. Every time you engage in a warfare, he teaches you a strategy that for a generation to come will become a structure. I hope you understand that. It is the generation that comes that will see it as structure for you as strategy. Let's look at this. David said to Saul, uh -huh. let no one lose heart on okay. account of this Philistine. Yeah. Your servant will go and fight him. That's right. Saul replied, you are not able to go out against this Philistine and fight him. Yeah. You are only a young man and he has been a warrior from his youth. But David said to Saul, your servant has been keeping his father's sheep. I love this because David understood that he, he, inside of the keeping of sheep a structure for warfare has come out inside of your shepherding a structure for leading nations will come out but the first thing he begins to do is to show his own resume because Saul comes to him and presents Goliath to him and says this man has been a warrior from his youth but God but then God's man says to Saul that actually I have been keeping sheep imagine the reply of David he says to him that I have been keeping sheep, my father's sheep. And he says, when a lion or a bear came and... And carried off a sheep from uh -huh. the flock, I went after it, yeah. struck it and rescued the sheep from its mouth. Uh -huh. When it turned on me, I seized it by its hair, struck it and killed it. I need you to continue quickly. Your servant has killed both the lion and the bear. This uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them yeah. because he has defied the armies of the living God. The Lord who rescued me from the poor of the lion and the poor of the bear will rescue me from the... Then Saul dressed David in his own tunic. Look at this. He put a coat of armor on him yeah. and a bronze helmet on his head. Mm -hmm. David fastened on his sword over yeah. the tunic and tried walking around mm. because he was not used to them. Yeah. I cannot go in these, he said to Saul. I love that. So you know what I need you to say to yourself? You see, every church structure that we met that was pre-existing before this, you have to be able to say, we cannot go in these. 
we cannot go in that church structure because they so puts a structure on David and he puts a tunic and he, David tried to walk around in it you see the first forming years of of what we now call Spat Nation we were trying to walk around in a pre-existing structure and we realized all of a sudden in the fights that we were engaging in that we could not go in these because there was an intel on the inside of us like Pastor Obi Onyeka was saying that God was showing us that this is going to be too heavy for the kind of men that I want to say your way and send your way and then he says he cannot go in these because of what because I am not used to them and what the church wants to do is to make people used to what they can never be used to there are just some men that can never be look you can't bring a man out of prison and make him used to 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 what your definition of holiness is there is a holiness for a man that comes out of prison with God I'm telling you but it is not your definition you cannot make him used to suit and tie you will lose a whole generation there is a generation that is not used to the pre-existing structure of church so God looks at a new strategy what you are to God is a new strategy and that's why he speaks to us today to say that we must be able to say I cannot go in these if we're not careful anyway let me go on so he took them off and then what happens then he took his staff in his hand uh, chose five smooth stones from the street you don't know how profound this scripture is he says then he took his staff in his hand chose five smooth stones he chose pastors apostles evangelists and he began to do what with them put them in his pouch of his shepherd's bag the structure that he understood so what did I say? God's strategy is still the same. He raises shepherds. But you see the structure never remains the same. So when Jesus turned to the Pharisees and said destroy this temple, he was going to raise a new structure called Peter. And when Peter now becomes the thing that God wages war with because any system must be met with a system. Any structure must be wet with a structure. God is not going to raise the, he's not going to wage war with men. He's going to use men to wage war with structures. So that is why he's raising a power base. He's raising an elite. He's raising a connect family. He's raising a post, a family capital and inspire a COD because he wants out of men to become there to come structures so tonight I want you to also realize when he sends you as a strategy to a industry I don't care if that's the entertainment industry or the finance world or whatever industry has sent you to he sends you there as a strategy so that you can begin to wage war in your soul winning and your seed sowing and out of that becomes intel for structures structures that will become eternal for men and then when the next generation meets it that God will begin to stir something up in again again in their heart you know the only way nation family will phase out if we monumentalize what we did in 2016 God looks at men that can move with the new strategy of giving the new structure of giving if he says we want 10 100 people that are millionaires then he says look I can move with that structure I can move I can flow so if he has to break down this temple and build me up in a new world you see the same pastor Sam that let connect in 2016 cannot be the pastor Sam of 2021 that structure has to be destroyed sometimes and rebuilt again so that God can then maneuver me to the nations so just as pastor Obi said 
I don't actually need to what, figure out how I'm going to the nation. I just have to be able to allow God to continue destroying the structures that I am used to most times. I allow him, if my giving pattern was this last month, but I'm able to see God, what is your structure for me this month? And as I move with his structure month by month or day by day, then guess what happens? It will leading and moving closer to the nations because God knows the structure he needs to hit the nations. Are you hearing me tonight, nation family? So I want you to say, Lord, I'm available for whatever structure you want to build. That is why when he talks about instruments of warfare, he says that you are my battle axe. But the thing about iron is that when it needs to be melted and remodeled, then guess what it does? It just goes to the, the, the refining place and allows the heat to be raised. So if God is raising the fire in your life, it is probably because he wants to raise a new structure with you. And I ask you to pay attention to the word that is coming tonight because I see a new structure forming, a new structure that will propel us to the nations. Are you ready for the word tonight, nation family? Living Stone, I allow you to take it away. Be excited for the word tonight. Oh,